Had on. We're on Daf Rabbis. We're on Daf Nun Dalad Ahmed Aleph. Four lines from the top. The fourth word. Uh, the fourth word on the line. Erev Shabbos Shabbatochachag. We said in our Mishnah, Erev Shabbos Shabbatochachag. We said that it was Erev Shabbos that was in the middle of Sukkot. So uh, we blew three for the upper gate, three for the three for the lower gate. Uh, but it didn't mention what we mentioned in the previous Mishnah. Lamala series that they blew on the 10th step, Lokhtani. It didn't teach that. So what happened? Well, the first Mishnah teaches the 10th step. He didn't teach the 10th step. The answer is Mastisa Rabbi Elazar ben Yaakov. Don't worry. This Mishnah that we're learning now is according to Elazar ben Yaakov, the Tanya, because we learned, he holds, you don't blow on the 10th step. Because we learned Sholish Lamala series. We learned, first opinion holds in a Brysa. He blow three on the 10th step. Rabbi Elazar ben Yaakov, he said, no, you don't. You, you blow three by the Mizbech. And okay, and we say what? How Omer Lamala Sirius Eino Omer Algarizbech. The one who says you blow on the ten steps, says you don't blow by the Mizbech when they put the when they put the willow fronds up there. But Omer Algabi Mizbech. The one who says Mizbech and Omer Lamala Sirius. So it comes out they both hold exactly the same amount. Either way, it's going to be the same amount of of uh, blowing. The only question is, do you blow on the ten step? Or do you blow by the Mizbeach? So our, this Mishnah was, well, as Yaakov, he said, it, it didn't mention the 10th step because you blow by the Mizbeach. Aye, my time of the Yaakov. What's the reason for the Yaakov? The answer is, since you blew, let's say, for the, op- for the opening of the, of the gate because of the, of the joy that we're going to go and draw the water, uh, so, uh, so therefore, so therefore so therefore, they're going to blow at the upper gate and blow at the lower gate. Why should you blow on the 10th step? What's the 10th step? What does it have to do with it? It's not a gate. The answer is, it's not a gate. So there, since we have a tradition, we're going to blow 12 because of the water drawing. Okay, but then the other three must be by the Mizbeach. Rabbanan Sabri came to talk to the and says, no, look, the whole reason you're blowing is because of, the, because of filling up the water. That's the real point. What does it have to do with the Mizbeach? What do you have to do? Hilkach, therefore, it's better to do it as a 10th step which at least that's part of the going to draw the water uh, 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 we, have, we have a tradition so we know that the, those three are there okay but either way it's the same number now hold your hat on this is going to go for a while when he came for the self, he had a he had a brisa in his hand, and it said, "It says the benar and the kohanim should blow on the on the horns." Shahari because the because because the because the pasuk said yisku in the trumpets, you know the yisku. No, the Prussians shouldn't say that they should blow. Why? Already said that you should blow with it with the horns on your olos and on your and your, and So therefore, you didn't have to. You could just say and you could say the children of Aaron with the chatzotz. You'd have to say that they blew. Why say it again that they're going to blow? And the answer is that you have to blow for according to the amount of musafin you have. Okay, okay, and who? So he quoted it. Who tani law? Who amr law? So he quoted it and he explained the brisa. What does that mean? Lomar teaches talking about kol musaf musaf. The brisa was teaching what that from that extra we learned you have to blow for each musaf. And though so therefore if you have two musafs, so therefore you have to blow. Uh, 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 you have to blow. Just you blow tesha. You blow nine blows, nine blasts for one musaf. And the day you have two musafs, you blow nine and nine. You're always going to blow. Uh, you, each musaf is going to get its own nine blasts. 
And the Gemara says, one second, now we're going to spend time fighting with Rabacha. Oh, yeah, for every single Muslim, you're going to blow another nine blasts. Tanan, didn't we learn Erev Shabbos? If Friday was in the Friday, a Friday that fell in the middle of Sukkot, okay, Hayusham Rabbi Mishmoni had 48 blasts. Now, if it's really true, what Rabacha is saying is that you're going to blow nine for each and every Musaf, listening Shabbos Shabbat So then, why are you only telling me what you blew 48? On Arab Shabbos in the middle of Sukkot, I'm going to show you. You're going to blow 48 also on Shabbos. That's in the middle of in the middle of of Sukkot. You also blow 48. You should tell me what you should tell me a special rule. Pardon me. You told me 48. What do you mean 48 for Arab Shabbos? You'll, you'll blow 51 if it was Shabbos in the middle of Yantav. Why? Why? Why is that? Because look, I have the 21 of every day. And I'm going to have two nines because I have a, I have a, I have a Musa for Yontaf and a Musa for Shabbos. So 21, okay, 21 plus 18, it, 21 plus 18 is 31, 39. And add another 12 for the, for the drawing of the water. You're going to get 51, okay? So, okay, so, so, and we said you never blow more than 48. So why are you telling me what if you, according to your Abacha, you always blow two nines for each of the Musafs, you're going to have 51 on Shabbos. Why did you tell you never blow more than 48? Okay, so it must be that Allah has not, it must be what Rabbah said is not true. It must be what you only blow nine. And therefore what? So you'll only have 43 on, on Shabbos in the middle of the Chag. So, so what do you do? So we, we got to knock out Kasha. I'm Rav Zerah. He said, nah, he says, nah, it's not true. You know what? It's not going to be 51. The Fisha ain't talking. The Pesicha Shoim. The three B'Shavas, because the three, when they call everybody, when they call the Kohanim to open the gates, that is, you don't blow it on Shabbos. Why? Because that's not part of the service. It's just getting everybody to come. And therefore, when it's Shabbos, the blowing is not going to override the Shabbos. So you're right, it's 51, but it's going to come down to what? It's going to come down to 48. Because the three, there were three original ones for opening the gates. They're not going to, to come open the gates. It's not going to be blown. Rabbi says, one second. What kind of what kind of answer are you giving over here, Zaire? You don't you don't care how you how you grind your flour. You're not exact with your words. Chada number one, he says the bechol yom. The original mission told me what that every single day there's twenty one. Chol yom tonight. We learned it's going to be twenty one every single day, we, and, including Shabbos. We never said that you're going to that you know Shabbos. You're not going to blow those three. But and further, and he says he says and even if you hold it, okay, you know what, you're right. That on Erev Shabbos in in in, in Sukkot it's going to be forty eight, and even on Shabbos it's going to be forty eight because you're going to subtract three, and you're going to defend Ravacha, Even if that were true, if that were really true, list the Shabbos, but list the one. I don't, I don't believe that they subtract the three. But even if I say, okay, you subtract the three. And then according to you, list the Shabbos, then why don't you tell me, why, why are you only telling me there's 48 on Arab Shabbos when it happened in Sukkot? Tell me there's 48 on Shabbos and Sukkot, according to you. And I hear two beautiful Chidushim. And no, instead of only hearing, instead of only hearing, Reb Lazar ben Yaakov, that you don't, that what you just heard, a Chidush that you don't blow in the 10th step. Okay, two beautiful chidushim. One by teaching me Shabbos, Shabbos in the Torah. One I hear like Rav Lazar Yaakov. Okay, Shabbos we not do Rav Lazar Yaakov. One I hear Rav Lazar Yaakov. You don't blow on the tenth step. You blow by the uh, don't blow by the tenth step. And I would also learn the chidush of Chanina. The what that you have that you blow nine for each and every musaf. Elama Rava, he says, don't worry, he says, don't worry, I'll still defend Rabacha, don't worry. If he shame token, let me know my Bishabas. But Khlali says, he says, he says, we don't we don't blow the whole the whole twelve 
for uh, for the drawing of the water on Shabbos. Why? Because we draw the water when it comes on Shabbos. We draw the water on Friday. We don't draw on the Shabbos. The Batri too, but now you're going to be missing a whole 12. It said, therefore, on Shabbos, in the middle of the Chag, even though it's true you're going to do nine and nine for the two Musafs, you're only going to have, you're only going to have, uh, you're only going to have uh, 39, uh, 39, because you're going to subtract the 12 from the water ceremony. Okay, I will live for the, for the drawing of the water. I have a listening nami. So one second, one second. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, so you, so you, so you answered me. He says, but if, if it's still you told me what you let Ravachi tell me that you blow nine for every Musaf. Listening nami Rosh Hashanah shalayos b'Shabbos. Why you? What about the rule of Rosh Hashanah that comes on, on that comes on Shabbos? plus Musaf, you can have three Musafs. Okay, why is that? Musaf to Rosh Hashanah. You have the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, Musaf to Rosh Hashanah, so Musaf of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is also Rosh Hashanah. Musaf of the Shabbos, the Musaf of Shabbos. So you're gonna have. You're going to have, uh, uh, you're going to end up with 48. Why? You're going to have 21 of every day. And then, and then three nines is 27, but the Musafim, so 21 and 27 is going to be, is going to be, is going to be 48. So you, so you, so how come they, yeah, there's another 48? Why are you telling me, why are you telling me, why are you telling me I have Shabbos in, in the Chag? Also what? Also Rosh Hashanah, that's on Shabbos. You're going to have 48. The says, no, Erev Shabbos to Chal Yisrochel. He says, no, it was, it was preferable. They still, they wanted to teach me Erev Shabbos, if we were going to teach one or the other, and taught me Erev Shabbos that happened in, 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 in Shavuos, why Lash, really, because of Elaz ben Yaakov, they teach me the Chiddush of Elaz ben Yaakov, it was precious to the Mishnah, to teach me that what? That we don't blow in the 10th step. After me, karma, listening, hava, listening, hava. One second, that's not what I asked you. I didn't say learn this and don't learn that. That wasn't my kasha. You're right. So if you're right, it was a toss-up, you'd be right. He says, he says listening, hava, listening, hava. What I asked you was, why don't you teach both of them? The same way you taught Arab Shabbos and the Chag, yeah, get 48. Teach me that, that, that Rosh Hashanah, that's a Rosh Hashanah on, that Rosh, Rosh Hashanah, uh, that, that Rosh Hashanah uh, uh, on Shabbos, so you get 48. Umar says, okay, you're right. He says, you know, a ton of a shear. I said, okay, you're right. The list wasn't conclusive. Really, we didn't teach all the, all the possibilities. We left out, okay, uh, uh, we, we didn't tell all the cases we get 48. We left, we left, we left it out. Now, the Gemara says, okay, look, we accept such a thing. Because the point was the list is not conclusive. But a list is never not conclusive by one. If it's not conclusive, we have to know that it's not conclusive by two. So we'll know it's not conclusive and it's not exclusive. I hope I'm, what I said was important. In other words, here, if you're going to, if to legitimately read that we left out, you have to leave out two. To leave out one, I don't know what I'm doing now. Is it, is it, is it, did it leave out, is it, is it, is it, is it not conclusive or is it exclusive? And it wants to leave it out. So to tell me that it's not conclusive, but it's not left out, I have to leave out two and not leave out one. I hope I said that correctly. So the answer is, if that's true, my shari, the high shari. If you're going to tell me it left out, it left out Rosh Hashanah that comes on Shabbos, then you have to tell me it left out another one, otherwise I'm not going to accept your answer. The one says, don't worry, Shir, he left out the case of Erev of Erev of Erev Pesach. Now, why is that? You remember, by Pesach we came in three groups. I hope I said it all correctly. We came in three groups to Shech the Pesach each year, and he, and each time they would read, and each group would read the Tehillim three times, and each each uh, 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 each time they would read the Hala. And they had a lot, so they, okay. So therefore, what? So they and they would have to read the Hallel three times. And each time that they began reading a Hallel, they used to blow. And therefore, what? So it came out that they would blow uh, 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 each time they would blow nine. So it'd be twenty-seven. And, you know, so each each one each one you would blow three Hallels. So three times nine would be uh, would be. Uh, 27. So 27 plus the 21 of every day 
comes out to be what? Comes out to be 48. So it left out, not only did it leave out what Rosh Hashanah that comes on Shabbos, it also left out Erev, uh, Erev Pesach, which you'll have 21, and you're going to have 21 uh, and, and 27, which is also going to be 48. He says, get out of here. He says, he says, Mishim Pesach love Shiri. He says, it's not true. Leaving out air of Pesach is not, is not, is not, a, is not a leaving out because you're not really going to get 48. Why? Because we could very well say this according to Rabbi Huda. And if you remember, Rabbi Huda held that the last group never got to, never got past the, you know, all the groups never finished the third Hallel, okay? But every time we start the Hallel, we blew. He said, but the last group, the last group never did, uh, never did, uh, that never got to the, never got past the first Hallel. The last group, the last group people rushed to do early. The last group was so few people, they only started the hollow once and they never finished it. They never got beyond, never got beyond Kishma Hashem. So, therefore, what? So, you're missing, you're missing six blows. Why, why is that? Because the last group only got the first hollow, so they never got, they never got, the, they, never, they never got the last two threes, okay? Because they never began the last two hollows. Okay, uh, 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 and therefore what? Uh, and therefore you're not going to have 48. You're going to be missing. You're going to be missing six. You're only going to have 42. Uh, 42. Mar says, one second, one second, one second. You're going to tell me it's Rabbi Yehuda? How can you tell me it's Rabbi Yehuda, our Mishnah? You already told me that the Risha, that since the Mishnah counted every single blast as one, our Mishnah can't be Rehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda holds what? That every three blasts is one. The fact that we made every blast one, we know our Mishnah is not Rabbi Yehuda. How can you tell me it's Rabbi Yehuda? How can you tell me it's Rabbi Yehuda who holds that the last group never got the last two Hallels? Okay? The Gemara says, "No way, I can still say it's Rabbi Huda." Dilma Haytana, Sarulah Kavasi Bechada, but Polagel Bechada, I can still say our Mishnah is like Rabbi Huda in one in one case. Well, like Huda, it's not like Rabbi Huda. You're right in the sense that we don't consider every blast a one, but it is like Rabbi Huda that Rabbi Huda held. We can still say it's like Rabbi Huda that that they never got to, uh, past the, the the first Hallel in the third group, and did for you be missing six. Okay, so therefore I'm still therefore I'm still stuck. He says, he says, he says, I, so I still stuck you. Since I can tell you what, that it wasn't a leaving out because according to me, it wouldn't be, Erev Pesach would not be a 48. So I still, in order to defend the idea that it left out Rosh Hashanah, it happens on Shabbos, I still have to find one more thing that it left out, another 48. So what's another 48 that it left out besides Rosh Hashanah? On Shabbos, Shir Erev Pesach, Shabbos. I'll tell you what, it leaves out Erev Pesach that, hap- that happens on Friday. Why is that? Because remember, Erev Pesach, Erev Pesach that happens on Friday, Apik Shish, even though what? Uh, uh, even though uh, 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 you're going um, um, to take out six from the 48. Why? Because the third group is going to be missing two Hallels. So you have three and three that are going to be missing. You're right. But Ayel Shish, but it doesn't matter. You're still going to have to add six because every Erev Shabbos, we have six blasts for Shabbos. Six, six blasts to, bring, to get the people away from the work and, six, and three, three blasts, pardon me, to bring the people away from work and three blasts for, to bring the Shabbos in. So you're going to take out three from the six from the 48 from the last two Hallels, but you can still get, but since it's Erev Shabbos, you're going to add six. So it's, it's, it's leaving another 48. That's another 48. You'll have the 21 plus all the Hallel's, uh, plus the Hallel missing, the Hallel's missing the six plus the six for Erev Shabbos. So left, now I proved to you that, I, that, he, that he didn't just leave out one, he left out two, and we can still defend Rav Acha Bar Yaakov.
Okay, good. So far, so we, now we're fine. The only thing is, we, now we have a new analysis. I have a musafin. Leave it. Wait, you're going to. I stopped it. What about this part? How can Mishnah say we never have more than forty-eight? Hello, we never have more than forty-eight. We do have more than forty-eight. What happens? What happens when erev Pesach comes out on Shabbos? He says, either way, you're going to have. Either way, uh, you're going to get more than forty-eight. Why, D Rabbi Yehuda? If it's Rabbi Yehuda. Hamishim v'chada. Okay, you're, you're going to have you're going to have fifty one. You have the twenty one of every day. Nine for the musaf, which is going to be twenty one to twenty is thirty, and 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 twenty one for the twenty one and twenty one for the and twenty one uh, for the twenty one for the pesach. Okay, and the, which is twenty seven minus six. You're going to get fifty one. Either rabbanon, and if you're going to have according to the rabbis, erev pesach that's on their erev pesach that's on Shabbos. Uh, he says, "Chamishim Meshava." You're going to have, you're going to have fifty. You're going to have fifty-seven because you have the because you have because you have the last six for the last two halos. And I says, "Don't worry." He says, "He says, you know why?" He says, "That's a good point." He says, "But when we said that there's never more than forty-eight, we were talking about kikitani midi de'ati b'choshan. We were talking about things that happen every year. Er Pesach, hashalish b'shabbos. Er Pesach that happens on Shabbos. The letter b'choshan b'shana lo'ktani. It wasn't listing. It wasn't listing, enumerating things that don't happen every year. The er Pesach on Shabbos doesn't happen every year." And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You want to tell me we're not talking about things that happen every year? That's not true. After I have Shabbos, he has Hidduchag, Midibhoshana. Friday, Friday of Sukkot happens every year. It's not true. You don't get a Friday in the middle of Sukkot every year. Zimda, uh, it doesn't happen. Zimda, the Lomishkagos law. He says, does it happen every year? Zimda, the Lomishkagos law. It doesn't happen. We don't have a Friday in the middle of Sukkot. What would be a case? For example, if the first day of Sukkot, is Friday, you'll never get a Friday in Sukkot because the next Friday is going to be Shemini Atzeres. It's ready to be past the days of Sukkot, right? It's already going to be on the, it'll already be on the, it'll already be on the, it'll already be on the eighth day. So therefore what? So he says, so, so it's not true that it happens every year. Umar says, no, he says, it's not true. It does happen every year. You know why? Because the rabbis made it that it never comes out that the first day of Sukkot is Friday. When the first day of Sukkot comes out on Friday, the rabbis adjust the calendar and they add a day to Elul so that it won't happen and it's going to come out on Shabbos. My time, what's the reason? I'll tell you why. Because you know, I'll tell you what, what's the thing is. Because if, if Friday, if Friday, if Erev Sukkot is a Friday, then Rosh Hashanah is a Friday. And it comes out, if you make the count, Rosh Hashanah is a Friday, and that's the first of, uh, that's going to be the first of Tishrei, then the 10th of Tishrei, which is, which is, which is, uh, which is Yom Kippur, is going to come out on a Sunday. It says, Any time the first day of Sukkot would be on Friday, which would mean the Rosh Hashanah would be a Friday, Yom Kippur, so it's going to come out, Yom Kippur is going to be on a Sunday. And you're going to have two days uh, where you can't do work, Okay, and okay, and, and therefore the rabbis never let it happen. So the answer is what? That it never, it does happen every year that there's a Friday in the middle of Sukkot, because we never let it happen that, that there's not a Friday in the middle of Sukkot, which would, because it would, that would only happen if, if, if the first day of Yontif was a Friday, and Rosh Hashanah was a Friday, and, 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 and Yom Kippur is on a Sunday, and we never let Yom Kippur come out on Sunday. <laughs> there are two reasons why we don't let Yom Kippur come out on Sunday. So you're going to have two days where you can't do work. Number one, you're not going to be able to bury a person for two days. That's a big problem. And number two, the, the vegetables that you're going to need after Yom Kippur, you're going to have to pick two days too early, and that's going to be hard. 
I am either chini lay. One second. Now, okay. So we answered. Don't worry. So, so we said, don't worry. We only we we defended our answer. That we only talking about when we said there's never more than forty eight. We only talking about things that happen every year. And 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 it is true that erev erev Shabbos every year comes out. There's always an erev Shabbos. There's always a Friday. Uh, in there's always a Friday in Sukkot. And it's not true, and, and obviously, it's always a Friday circus, and obviously what? Erev Pesach on Shabbos doesn't happen every year. I, Umid He said, one second, is it really true that we never let Yom Kippur come out on Sunday? I'm going to show you that we do. We learned in the Mishnah. Now, you just have to realize, we have a debate, we have a debate whether Shabbos and Yom Kippur are the same level of holiness or not the same level of holiness. So it's going to make, it's going to have a difference. In other words, is, is Shabbos more holy than Yom Kippur or they're both equally holy? Didn't we learn according to this opinion, the fats that, were, that weren't burned on Shabbos, you can burn them on Yom Kippur. So you see that Yom Kippur is following Shabbos. <laughs> you see that we see, see that Yom Kippur comes out on a Sunday. In order to to tell me that I'm allowed to burn the fats of Shabbos on Yom Kippur, it means that leftover fats from Shabbos are being burned on the next day on Sunday. On, you know, for, uh, on Yom Kippur, uh, on Yom Kippur. Ram Rav Zeira, Kiavinim Beirav Babel. He said when we when, when, when we were in the Yeshiva Rav and Babel, Havi Ami, they would say another point is like this. Hotani, we learn Yom Kippur Shabbos If Yom Kippur is on Friday, they didn't they didn't make the blasts. To stop the people from working like they do erev Shabbos, why? Because Yom Kippur is the same is 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 also to do work just like just like just like uh, Shabbos is. So therefore, we're not going to have to blow for Shabbos. We're already ready, forbidden to do work on on, on Yom Kippur. We're not going to blow in order to say stop doing work for Shabbos. Oh, Motzi Shabbos. Yom Kippur happens again. If Yom Kippur happens Saturday night, again a proof that Yom Kippur happens on Sunday. Loim Avdilim. They didn't make Havdalah. Why? Because because only when only when. Uh, uh, the young, uh, uh, notes when you go when, when you on in the end of Shabbos when you're going uh, 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 the end of Shabbos which is which is which is a holiday when you're going from the more severe holiness of Shabbos to the less severe of Yatav okay we're going to make a, a havdalah of Ben Kodesh the Kodesh between one only another but Yom Kippur which which is which which is just as severe as Shabbos okay you don't make havdalah. Okay, uh, okay now, but the, okay, and the answer is, and, and we thought, we thought that that was everybody's opinion. It's not dependent on the Machlokas or Rikiva and Rabbi Shmuel, uh, whether, whether, I can, whether I can give, whether I can burn the fats of Shabbos on Yom Kippur or not. But the point, but here's the main point, what came out in the final analysis, well, you see clearly that what, Yom Kippur comes out on Sunday. In order to argue whether you burn the fats on, on, on Yom Kippur, you have to, you have to come, out, come out on Sunday. Uh, come out on Sunday. We also talked about Yom Kippur happening on on, on Motzi Shabbos that we don't make Abdullah. So Kislik Elohasam, he says when I went up to Eretz, went up to Eretz Israel, I said I'm sitting and saying Rabbi Kiva. He he said it was Rabbi Kiva who holds that it's Rabbi Kiva's opinion that you don't burn the fats of uh, of Yom Kippur, uh, the, the fats of Shabbos we don't burn in Yom Kippur. Why? Uh, why 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 don't, why don't you burn them? Because okay, because he holds it's equal equal kedusha, and therefore uh, part. Uh, pardon me, you pardon me. He holds why don't pardon me the other way. Why don't you burn the fast of Yom Kippur on on Shabbos? Because he holds that the, that the, that the holiness of Shabbos is greater than the holiness of Yom Kippur. But in any case, the final analysis. What do we learn? You see clearly, like I keep telling you, you see clearly that Yom Kippur happens on Sunday. So don't tell. So, so don't, you want to tell me what? You want to tell me what? That 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 uh, that that. Um, 
You want to tell me that every year there's a Friday in the middle of Sukkot? Because we never let the first day of Sukkot be a Friday because we never let Yom Kippur come out on Sunday. I just showed you Yom Kippur does come out on Sunday. So therefore it's not, and therefore it's not true. And, therefore, and it's not, therefore it's not true. That in the Braiso, that it does. That's the opinion of the Acherim. They hold that, we never, that we're never going to change the, the uh, month uh, and they, they always make it, they always make it, and we never change the month for these practical purposes, and however the moon came out, it came out. They don't make adjustments. I'm going to show you a proof that the Acherim hold that we never adjust the month. What does that mean? The Tanya, because we learned the following. Achayim, we're going to see the Acherim hold, you never could have fixed El. You never would have made El 31 days to stop Yom Kippur from happening on Sunday. The Tanya, because we learned. Achayim, I mean, the Achayim say, Ain't been at Tzeres, let Tzeres. Okay, there's no, there, from one year to the next, between, between Shavuos and Shavuos, It'll only advance four days in the week. It's always going every single year. It's going to move up four days. If you take the amount of, of days in the year, which uh, uh, the amount of uh, days in the year, three hundred fifty-four, uh, you're always going to end up with the four days left over. So each year, the, the day of the holiday is going to advance four days in the year. But that's only true, okay? And they said, unless it was a year where you added a month, which everybody agrees you do, Hamisha, then it could come out. By adding the month, you'll get one, you'll get five days. Instead of four days, it'll advance five days. But the point is, but it's, other, it's always four days or five days, and it's never going to change. But according to us, it could change, depending depending on where Yom Kippur is going to come out. It could have been that we added another day. So therefore, it's it's Dafki, the Acherim will hold it never changes from year to year. So they, it's they the ones who hold that Russia shut that Yom Kippur comes out on Sundays because we're never going to adjust Elul to accommodate for that. But we were holding, we were speaking according to the rabbis. According to the rabbis, it's never going to happen that Russia, that Yom Kippur is going to happen on Sunday, which means it's never going to happen that Erev, that Erev Sukkot is a Friday, which means that it's always going to happen that there's a Friday in the middle of Sukkot. Says the Gemara back to Rabbi Acha that said, what, for every single Mosef, you're going to blow nine blasts. We learn Rosh Chodesh Chodesh happens on Shabbos. The Psalm of Rosh Chodesh overrides the Psalm of Shabbos. In other words, it's Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos. You just do the Psalm of Rosh Chodesh and override the Psalm of Shabbos. If it's really true what you're saying, that you're going to have separate blasts for each Musaf, we should also say Shabbos and also Rosh Chodesh. The same way that we're going to blow the nine blasts for each, for each, for each. Um, for each Musaf, because we're, and, and we're, it means we're going to say the Tehillim for each Musaf. Amrav Safra, Safra said, my Doha, he says, you're right. He said, when it said Doha, it doesn't mean that it overrides it and there's no, and we don't, we only say one Psalm. No, Doha Lekadim, it just means what? That we, that it means that we say both of them, but rather what? But, but the, the, the one of, of, of Rosh Chodesh overrides Shabbos that it comes first. We say that one first. Why should we say it first? Don't we have a general rule? Whenever you have a toss-up between something that happens consistently all the time and something that happens only sometimes, infrequent and infrequent, so what, he says the, the frequent one comes first. So shouldn't you say the psalm of Shabbos first before the psalm of Rosh Chodesh? No, it's a way of, of, of pointing out to everybody. We always say the Rosh Chodesh first to let everybody know that the, that the based in... Uh, um, uh, sanctify the new moon in its proper time, and they shouldn't. Uh, uh, and they and they shouldn't be in doubt. It's a way of letting everybody, letting everybody know. 
I bar care of dinan. That's what we do. We we learn. There's a different thing we do to let everybody know that the based in did Rosh Hashanah in time. Hi, care of chisra of We do a different thing. That's a different thing that they did to teach us that. The tonight because we learn chalbi tamid shal shachar the fat of the tamid of the of the morning nosdim mechetzi kavish olamata mizrach. We put on the lower half of the of the of the ramp. Uh, uh, on the on the eastern side, b'shal musafin and the ones of the musafin, they tell them b'chetzik kavis lamata, b'chetzik kavis lamata and the and the fats of the musafs we put on the half 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 of the lower half of the of the of the. Um, Ramp of on the western side. Vashar Rosh Chodesh and the parts of the Rosh Chodesh, where do we put them? Nosin Tachas Karkov is Be'ach Lamata. We put them above everything, lower than the, lower than the walk around on the, on the Mizbeach, uh, uh, lower than the walk around Mizbeach, but above, all, but above all the other things. But it's still on the upper half. So you see, that's what we do. And what's the reason? What's the reason? And Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said that the reason was to tell us that the based in didn't make a mistake in the, in the, in the sanctification of the moon and they did it in time. So we, so we see we have a different way to recognize that based in did it, in the, did it properly. So, okay, so you don't need to, you don't need to make the psalm of Rosh Chodesh be first. The answer is, Gemara says no. We really do two of them. We do two ways to let people know that based in did it properly. And there, we, we did two. Uh, because not everybody's going to see now we're going to see this one. Uh, so then we will see that one. The Chazi Hai, the Chazi Hai, the Chazi Hai, the Chazi Hai, the Chazi The one who sees this one will get it, and the one who sees this one will see it. And each one can, can see a different one. One will see the, where, where, the, where, the, where the parts were placed on the, on the ramp, and one will see that we said, that we said the Psalm of Rosh Chodesh first. And therefore, between the two, everybody will know what they did. We'll call that a daf. Everyone have a wonderful day.